Have you ever said that you wanted to change something? Like get in shape, work on your finances, be in a better relationship, get a promotion, start a business. What sparks that thought? And what happens after we say it? Is it based on temporary inspiration, our environment, or a real desire for genuine change? And how come some people are able to achieve those things and they're able to get everything that they decide that they want, but others are not? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. So I'm coming into this episode with some new news. I started an exercise program. You're actually listening to an official gym member. I know for some of you, this is no big deal. I am definitely not some of you. I am not in that group. This is a big, big change for me. And I made it because of three things. And I wanted to share that with you. Three drivers that pushed me forward. First one. I wanted to get in shape and improve my overall health. Through most of the pandemic, I did a lot of sitting. I wasn't wearing my heels. I wasn't as active as I was before. A lot of things started slipping and sliding. I didn't like the way it was looking. I knew that I needed to get in shape. I had to take action. And I also wanted my circulation to be improved, again, because I was just sitting so much, because I was home. And I knew that this was the best way to do it. So that's number one. Number two, I've started to get involved in so many new things. I knew that I had to tighten up the rest of my life. So I wanted to work on my discipline because I knew that I couldn't really develop discipline in one area if the other parts of my life were all loose. So that's number two. The last thing is I need energy to do all these things. I need more energy and I wanted to get it naturally. So The gym, the exercise program, this was my best route and this is where I am. So I'm sitting here thinking, I want a new result. I want to change. I want to shift. Here I am. And it made me think about everyone that I've ever heard say that they were going to do something new. And I just wanted to understand what's the difference between someone actually following through with it versus someone quitting. So I came up with three areas. Number one, first question, do you really want something different? I'm talking life experiences, health, job, business, because a lot of the times when the conversation comes up, I think we just want to be associated with wanting something, but we actually don't really necessarily want it because our actions are saying that we don't, right? Maybe Admitting that we're good where we are makes us feel left out or left behind so we don't want to do it or we don't want to disappoint people or have them perceive us in a certain way if we decide to take a pass on an opportunity. It's just something to think about. Do you think it's ever not okay to make a change? That's my question. Or not want something? Because I will share with you that I recently had an opportunity put in front of me that was almost impossible to pass up. It was one of those opportunities that would have changed my situation. But it would also have required me to make a sacrifice that wasn't in line with the path that I had set out for my future. And when I tell you it was a hard decision, it was a hard decision. But I owed it to myself to honestly evaluate it 
in its entirety, really crack it open and make sure that I was making the right choice. The hardest part of the whole thing was the day that I decided that I had to stay focused on my current path. I actually got emotional because I had to say that even though other people thought it was a no-brainer, at that time, I just wanted to stay focused on what I believe is the direction that I'm supposed to be going. And I hope I made the right decision. And I'll tell you, if it comes around again, I don't know. I might jump before the words even come out of their mouth. But I'm making the point that sometimes we don't want to be perceived in a certain way. We don't want to be left behind. So we say that we want something that we can't follow through on. So understanding if we really want something different, that's important. Second question, if you do really want to change something, how bad do you want it? How bad do you really want to hit that goal? And what are you willing to do to get it? Can you make the commitment to hang in there? Or are you going to bail out when something becomes inconvenient? Because that's what people do. If you notice So many people start out with something, they start out saying that they want to do it, but they don't make it out because it gets tougher when you have to change something. Most of us don't want to be completely inconvenienced, right? It's sexy to say, oh yeah, I want to start this exercise program or I want to start this business. But the day after day show up that's required when nothing seems to be changing, that's what's tough. For example, Haven't you noticed how packed the gyms are in January? (laughs) In January, everybody knows the gyms are going to be packed and they're going to be packed all the way through March because people are showing up this new year, new me mentality and they're all saying that they want to get in shape, but they don't really want to do that. They just do it at the beginning of the year because they think they're supposed to, but then they can't hang in there. I'd love to use exercise as an example, as often as possible, because that's the one thing that most of us can relate to. I'm exercising, my body's sore, I'm tired, (laughs) my energy is off because I'm not eating right, is it took me time to completely lock in, right? Maybe I'm still clicking in, but we all say that we wanna be in shape. We wanna look better, right? We wanna be tighter, firmer, and we can even go as far as joining a gym, but showing up every day, That's where it gets personal. That's where we find out if we're self-motivated or not and if we really want it because you're adding something into your life that you haven't been doing. You have to make room for that. You have to make space. You got to shift some things around, get up earlier, cut down on activities that are not necessarily, you know, contributing to your goals. It's easy to say, but when you actually have to make the sacrifice, If you're not all the way locked in yet, that's where it gets tight. This is the spot where you start weighing out your priorities and you start finding out how bad you really want it and if you really want it at all. Number three, last question. Are you willing to change your perspective? Because if you want to shift something, your perspective has to change too. Think about it like this. Everything that you think Everything that you know, everything that you feel has gotten you exactly where you are now. Whenever I say that to my family, they get furious. (laughs) We don't like to look at it like that because we like to give a reason why. A reason why some particular circumstance is out of our control. 
But if we force ourselves to remove all of the excuses of why something is the way it is, and we just look at it, look at our relationships, look at our career, look at our finances, we'll see how all of our small decisions led up to where we are now. You can't make a change, a shift in your life with the same mindset. You have to be open to new ideas, new concepts, new ways of thinking, operating, engaging. When I talk about perspective, I'm going to give you a professional example and then a relationship one. Professionally, when you look at a business, you can see how each level of the business has a different perspective. As you go from the bottom to the top, the exposure levels change, right? From the top, you can see how everything interlocks. You have to set the vision and you have to make certain shifts within the business. But those shifts may not be popular with the people that work there. And those people may not understand them because they aren't responsible for the overall health of the business in the same way. And they don't have the same exposure. So they're looking at how things impact them directly. They might even feel like they have the answers to all of the frustrations that are going on in their area. But from the top, you're responsible for growing the business and for managing the overall impact of the company on its industry as well as its employees. And that's an example of perspective. You can be in the same company, but you see things completely different. And it's a result of your exposure and your experience. We can apply the same type of thought to relationships. When it comes to relationship experience, you're out there. You're dating now, right? You're running up the numbers. Hopefully you're not running them up too far, but you're running them up. And now you know what type of partner you want and what type of partner you don't want. And that's because of your experience, right? And no one can tell you anything different because this is what you've experienced. So any conversation you engage in around relationships, you're going to be able to make your points, let them know with certainty what's what. Fair point. But let's look at this another way because we're talking about being open. That information is limited. It's limited to your thoughts, to your position, to your feelings, your certainty. It's limited to your own experiences. And we don't often look at it like that because naturally we like to master things, especially when we have some skin in the game. We're so focused on what we've learned and what we know that we forget We don't know what we don't know. So when you decide you want something different, things change. You don't know the environment because you haven't been exposed to it yet. You don't know the impact of certain decisions or what that feels like because you haven't experienced it yet. You may have witnessed it and you may have an opinion about how things should be, but you haven't felt it. You haven't held it in your hand You haven't been responsible for it. And so as a result, you don't know how you'll be. You don't know how you'll respond because you haven't been there. And that's when you have to be open. Be open to learning new thought processes, a new discipline, a new response, a new action plan. Sounds so simple, right? Simple as taking notes, but it's the hardest thing to do because we can't help but revert back to, I have a brain and I've had experiences, and I should be able to walk through this with logical thought and put it all together. Textbook. But we're talking about real life. And when you get into this situation, the one thing that you can account for when you're running through things with logical thought is your emotional response. 
I can tell you, like I said in my first episode on fear, when I decided that I was going to do a podcast, it was because I felt ready to really make a shift in my life. I wanted to go for something that was so important to me. And what that was, was impacting people positively, provoking thought so that people could look at situations differently and get the most out of their life, whatever they want. I have so much passion for this, so much excitement. I scoped it out, knew what I had to do, ordered the equipment, but when it came down to doing it, there were so many things in my life that I had to adjust to make space for it. I remember in the very beginning, I said to someone that I could only record in the afternoon or on the weekends because my voice was too raspy at night. And I said it like it was a non-negotiable. To me, it was at the time. And of course, they laughed, which infuriated me because in my mind, I wanted this to be perfect. I wanted to be able to schedule this and have no issues. This is what I was talking about in the beginning when I said, I want it but it has to be convenient. See, there are stages. And I thought I understood commitment. But as I said earlier, when you want to elevate into a space that you've never been, you have to be open to changing your perspective and to be open to the process of learning because it's not always going to go smooth. You don't just wake up and decide that you want to do something and then the world just opens up like, oh, here you go. You can have whatever you want. You have to work for it, not for a week but consistently show up. I'll close with this. The person or people that you may find yourself learning from, be it a mentor, a colleague, a friend, they may not deliver the information the way you want it. It may come hard and fast. The delivery may not be packaged the way you think it should be or the way that it feels good. And this is a big one because I've been on both sides of this the receiving and the giving. So hear what I'm saying, because I too have felt the mild misunderstandings when information was abruptly delivered, or should I say the hardcore sting when it wasn't exactly the way I wanted to hear it. But I'll say this, you are the one that wants the change. You are the one that wants to grow and that is looking for guidance to do that. Because if you knew how to do what you wanted to do, you'd already be there. You're the one that is seeking that change. And if you're lucky, as I have been, to have someone that is willing to spend time with you to help you move through the process, just remember, change does not always feel good. It pushes us. It pushes us in areas that we haven't pushed ourselves in yet. And you've got to be aware of that. It doesn't always happen right away. So we have to be resilient, keep going, push through our own insecurities, our own fears, in my case, my sore muscles, whatever has prevented us from getting the change that we wanted earlier, we have to move past that so we can make the change that we want, so we can reach our goals or whatever that is. You've heard a thousand times, if it was easy, everyone would do it. I can tell you from my own experience that pushing yourself beyond what's comfortable, opening your mind and deciding that, You're just going to go for it feels amazing. And it gives you the strength to continue on and do new things. And it gives you the opening that you need to gift the world with your magic. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.
For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.